This is going on longer than I expected. I assumed, or perhaps hoped, that there would be a bit of a reprieve, that the virus, like some other viruses, would have taken a summer hiatus, a short vacation during the warmer months. But it didn't happen. Not only has there been no relief from the coronavirus, it has gotten worse here in America. While other nations are getting a handle on the crisis, our nation flounders with inept leadership and the politicalization of a health crisis. One would need to live under a rock not to know that COVID is spiking in different states around our nation. In fact, the worst per capita outbreak in the world is the state of Arizona, followed by Florida. There seems to be no end in sight. Each time I read a prediction about when life will return to normal, the date is pushed further and further out. We will likely remain in this state of limbo for over a year. And their predictions that, that new mutations of the virus could make matters even more dire. Frankly, I'm tired. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of not being around family and friends. Tired of, of not being able to lead services or teach classes face to face. Tired of not being able to go out without experiencing a, a sense of anxiety that maybe I could contract the disease. Even when I walk, my only form of relaxation, I worry that someone without a mask will get too close to me and make me sick. It's wearing on me, and my level of frustration is growing, and while I work to keep it in check, I know that my emotions are frayed, that I'm less tolerant, less forgiving, that, that even little things that once didn't bother me now upset me. I know from talking to others that they too are feeling some of the very same things I'm feeling. There are those who are worried that they may live their final years trapped in their homes, unable to go out to, to enjoy the simple pleasures of being with family or friends, unable to share a meal together sitting close, laughing, talking, hugging, clinking glasses to, to a toast, an accomplishment, or a joy. Romance, too, is under assault when couples can't be together or new relationships are defined by social distancing rather than by excitement. This new normal isn't normal. The rhythm of life is broken and it changes us. It affects society. The virus, which is infecting people, doesn't care about the damage it does or the lives that are lost. The virus isn't aware of us or the impact it is having on our lives. And false statements misleading claims and lies about how well our nation is doing, does not intimidate the virus. The virus pushes on, moving from host to host, unimpressed by bluster or bravado or political expediency. We can and should blame politicians for the lack of leadership. Many of them are deserving of that criticism. They have acted without feeling, more concerned about their political lives than the lives of the citizens they are elected to serve. Be clear, it's not just the president, though he is deserving of blame. It is others, too, who have not held him accountable to the standards we expect from genuine leaders. The lack of decisiveness, the lack of a coordinated national plan has made this pandemic worse. And with the passing of each day, frustration grows and with it, anger. One can sense it in the air. People are angry that their lives have been put on hold, turned their routines and their lives upside down in a matter of days. 
and though our anger festers and frustration gnaws at our very being, we are obliged to go on, for we each have a responsibility. While we cannot stop the virus on our own, we can demand from our political leaders action, and if they can't provide it, we must work to ensure that they do not hold political office again. I'm Rabbi Robert Barr of Congregation Beth Adam and our Jewish community. And as always, thanks for listening.